This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. Welcome to the show. My name is Adam Ritz and Jay Baker is joining me on the telephone. Every week we discuss public affairs issues, community service, some foundation work, charities, uh, and hopefully some information that will make your lives uh, better. Jay, thank you for joining me. How are you doing this week? I am doing well. I'm uh, coming to you direct from my rebuilt closet studio. We had a little water problem here at uh, Casa de Baker, but everything seems to be under control. Was this uh, weather-related, frozen pipe? Can you give us any? Let's start the public affairs. Uh, Here's a PSA (laughs) for uh, keeping your pipes from freezing. Well, here's what's interesting. It it wasn't related to freezing, and I guess, you know, I should be grateful for that because we had taken many of the precautions we've recommended on this show, which is, you know, make sure your outdoor water sources are turned off. Uh, make sure your any pipes that are on outside walls are getting a source of warmth, et cetera. This just was a failure of one of the hot water pipes, and it happened so slowly and methodically, we couldn't tell where it was coming from. And it flooded uh, your house? Well, it, it what it did was it just slowly but surely kept putting water underneath the floor. And we have this vinyl plank flooring in our home, and it just sort of allowed the water to run to wherever, you know, there was the path of least resistance. And then we got into a situation where we were thinking, well, this is so small. I mean, picture uh, like a half-gallon water leak a day. You know, we just couldn't figure it out. Uh, and finally, we got to the point where we just realized, well, obviously, this is coming from a source that we wouldn't have guessed. Because, you know, you have the obvious guesses, you know, bathroom, could it be the base of a toilet or could it be the shower? Or could it be any of those items? We kind of figured that it wasn't. We called a leak detector. And if you are a homeowner and you're hearing this show, I will tell you that leak detection companies have some extraordinary uh, technology that allows them to actually hear where the leak is coming from so they can pinpoint the exact location where it needs to be repaired or remedied. And uh, thank goodness for them. This doesn't sound inexpensive. Hopefully, uh, some insurance came through to take care of you. (laughs) Yes, we've been on the phone with our insurance adjusters. So that's the other thing, too, is uh, make sure you have good homeowners insurance and that you also have a decent relationship with said company because, uh, as Adam said, you will have to sort of rely on some insurance for this because yes it is pretty expensive and uh you know i do you want me to give you just round numbers what the amount of damage was oh sure yeah it came to just around nine thousand dollars worth of drywall and flooring and uh, etc damage water is uh is evil when it yes. comes to the foundation of your house or a, a slow leak, <laughs> it oh. really, you know, it seems so um, innocuous. Uh, if you just spilled some water on the floor, you can wipe it right up. Well, guess what? If there's a gallon of water yes. a day underneath your floorboard, 
uh, over yeah, time. That's a nine thousand dollar problem. Wow. Yeah, just slow but sure, and we felt like you know we were sort of on top of it, but it had probably been going on for about a good solid five or six days before we realized we better call the leak guys in. And it wasn't because we were ignoring it. We just thought, well, surely this is going to stop. Uh, there's, believe it or not, here's the do-it-yourself leak detection for your house. If you every faucet and every everything inside the house is turned off if you go out to where your water meter is if the water meter is showing incoming water to the house then for sure you have a leak well in our particular case because it was emanating from the hot water heater the hot water heater wasn't drawing any new water so the leak never showed up in the conventional manner that a leak would show up at so once again, these are strange homeowner things. Being a homeowner is the best thing you'll ever do and sometimes the worst thing you'll ever do. But it yeah. tends to be a positive experience because, you know, it's it's a great way to invest in yourself. But, yeah, it was uh, it was eye opening. Well, this segment is brought to you and underwritten by the Apartment uh, Association of America. Rent an apartment, and you'll never have to deal with this. Okay, so <laughs> indeed, I cannot disagree with anything you just said. I've got a, a story about another house, not yours, uh, that has to do with Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. This week, he helped open up a Janie's House location near Memphis. There is a Janie's House uh, in the Atlanta area, the first one. And now there's a brand new one in the Memphis area. Janie's house is uh, a home for girls who've been neglected or abused. And it's uh, named after the Aerosmith song from 1989, Janie's Got a Gun. It's a song about a girl who sought revenge on her abusive father. Uh, So hats off to Steven Tyler for uh, getting involved with some great causes. He contributed about a half a million dollars of his own money to this charity uh, which helped open the second Janie's House location near the, uh, again, near the uh, Memphis area. Janie's Fund, which helps raise money for these homes, has raised about $4 million total. And that uh, first Janie's House location in Atlanta opened up in 2017. So the next time you're rocking out with Aerosmith, uh, know you're supporting a, a great cause by proxy. Yeah, that is great news when... Uh you know, you as a figure, public figure, can exert some positive influence. It's always a great story. And then uh, I also wanted to touch on uh, something a little more personal. My um, girlfriend's daughter uh, celebrated a birthday, and it's very um, uh, popular these days. And I think it's very cool uh, that people post on their social media accounts, this year for my birthday, please donate to X. So I don't know if you've seen those posts. I'm sure you have on social media, and it's a great idea. So you can tell your friends, you know, don't buy me a uh, a five dollar birthday card with a twenty five dollar gift that nobody's going to use or care about. Uh, take your thirty bucks total there and give it to this charity of my choice and help out some other people. Well, she has uh, picked Mission Twenty Two as her charity, her birthday charity to donate to, and I checked it out. Mission Twenty Two is a very cool organization associated with the United States military. Um, Their slogan is, when their tour is over, our mission begins. 
It's mission22.com, and they're serving uh, veterans and their families. It started in 2013. Mission 22 is dedicated to healing America's veterans when they need it most. Uh, they offer post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury treatment and uh, other issues that veterans uh, face today when they get out of the military. So if you want to learn more about that, uh, mission22.com is the uh, website. There's a donate button right on the homepage if, homepage if you'd like to get involved and help support veterans that are uh, dealing with uh, PTSD and other uh, traumatic traumatic uh, brain injuries. All right, this is the Adam Rich Show. We're uh, public affairs, and uh, we have a lot of fun in the process trying to talk about these issues that can somewhat be um, uh, stressful or boring or uh, dramatic. Uh, sometimes uh, we cross the line. We apologize if we cross the line in a past show, and you're like, "What are these guys talking about?" Uh, and we, so you know, and we we lean on Jay Baker to have some fun. I don't know if uh, I've ever really said this out loud, but Jay Baker is a seasoned. Uh, not only radio broadcast professional, 40 years in the business, but a stand-up comedian as well. I threw that out there, Jay, so the pressure's on uh, for you to make me, at least me, laugh in the next uh, 20 <laughs> minutes or so. Uh, if I love none the, of this is funny, we're all in trouble. I love the way you uh, bring these topics to life, and I uh, can't wait to hear what you have today. Well, I appreciate that. And we're starting off today with the seemingly mundane, but uh, there are some health implications associated with mosquitoes. As you probably know, uh, there's a lot of companies that actually will spray your yard and uh, do different things to help keep the mosquito population down. On one level, you'd say, well, that's just uh, to keep it convenient. So if I'm outdoors barbecuing or playing in the yard, I don't want to get bit. But there are several health implications with mosquitoes. Uh, Remember uh, dengue fever and all kinds of weird diseases that were spread via mosquitoes. So Uh, uh, a few years back, it was West Nile. That was West uh, Nile. You know, yes. Like all of a sudden, how many times have you just smacked a, sm- a mosquito on your arm and killed it? And now you're hearing about West Nile, and you're going to get bit by a mosquito and 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 die. I mean, it was oh. it was frightening to hear about that stuff. No, it's crazy. And there were actually was a great book that was released a few years back about the scourge of malaria and how malaria is still a big problem in tropical countries. So uh, they recently released some research they printed it in the journal of nature communications and they found that believe it or not mosquitoes while there are other factors there are some specific colors that attract them and there's some specific colors that they apparently have no interest in whatsoever (laughs) so believe it or not they say that the real trigger with mosquitoes of all things is when you exhale you exhale carbon dioxide, and mosquitoes are attracted to that because, obviously, if you're alive, you're a supply of blood for them. So what you're saying is we should start smoking because they they don't like smoke. <laughs> so if you exhale don't smoke, like smoke. Yes. Uh, you'll die of Constantly lung cancer, smoke. but you will not get a mosquito bite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But the colors uh, that attract mosquitoes, red, orange— black and light blue so those are probably colors that if you avoid wearing in the summer months 
you could probably keep mosquitoes at least a, a little bit at bay. Those and are, suppose I'm sorry, I just took a flight and I I realized those are the colors of of Southwest Airlines. Are they? So, so I don't know if, if there's more mosquitoes on a Southwest flight than any other airline, but uh, yeah, orange, blue, uh, red. Uh, and then black. Uh, so uh, that's that's an interesting. Um, I, I've just every single person has had so many experiences with mosquitoes, uh, and just how annoying they are, and the tiny little amount of pain you get when you slap it away. Uh, I'd never heard fifty two years on this planet. Never heard that, that there was a color scheme that mosquitoes are attracted to. So red. Orange, blue, light blue, rather light blue, and black are right. Are, they're attracted to it, so they are attracted to those colors. Okay, so if you're uh, if you're wearing any other color, you're telling me that I'll get less mosquito bites. Well, supposedly here's the colors they're not interested in, and those colors are green, purple, medium blue, and white. So if you are wearing, you know, oftentimes in the summertime, we're wearing a lot of white clothing. You may or may not uh, decrease your chances of interacting with mosquitoes by wearing one of those colors. I always thought the mosquitoes didn't like Lambeau Field because of the the very frigid temperatures. (laughs) But now you're telling me it's the green colors of the Green Bay Packers. That's why the mosquitoes are... Not visiting Lambeau Field. Okay. I think our research department indicated there's never been a successful mosquito bite in Lambeau Field. After that, the after. Packer fans have <laughs> repelled all mosquitoes. In the month of January, not one mosquito bite in Lambeau not Field. Not one mosquito Be- bite. Because of the green colors in the stadium. The frozen tundra. <laughs> okay. Well, we love philanthropists, and, you know, we've talked about how uh, many of the world's richest individuals give very freely of their money. Elon Musk recently donated 5.7, that's billion with a B, of Tesla stock to charity. That's, I heard about that, and that's like, that's, I How mean, about that? Here's there's a, and I'm going to screw this up, but I just to put it in perspective, what a billion dollars is compared to a million dollars. Uh, I heard this recently, and I'll be 82 percent right on how I, um, I guess, explain this. A million seconds is uh, eleven is like uh, eleven days. Okay. Okay. A million seconds is eleven days. A billion seconds is 31 years. Oh, my. So that's the difference between a billion and a million. And uh, if if he's given away $5.7 billion uh, to charity, that's an amazing amount of money. Yeah, that's impressive. Now, even though that's a staggering sum of money, that only made him the second biggest donor last year behind the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which gave away 15 billion dollars so approximately two and a half times what elon gave away that's and you've mentioned this before that there's the billionaires uh, there's a there's a um a billionaires charity club like they're encouraging each other just to keep giving their money away 
Yeah. Famously, the gentleman and his name I don't have written down here in front of me, but the gentleman that uh, invented five-hour energy uh, famously on an NPR interview said, yeah, I'm giving away 85% of my wealth. Whatever that amount is, I'm just giving it away to charity. And then he immediately took a nap. Well, because yes, his five-hour energy wore out. It wore just off as, just as the just as it was the interview was ending. But that's pretty extraordinary. If you say to yourself, "Look, you know, obviously they were working to find an energy compound, but they stumbled onto something that was hugely successful," and I think they're kind of saying that the universe directed them to there, and that they should kind of give it back to the universe and see where all those pieces fall. Jay, I think we should make a commitment to each other right now. If either one of us is worth $100 billion, (laughs) we will give away 85% of our wealth. I am on board with that all the way. And that, and you still have enough money left over to fly southwest to Florida. Uh, $15 billion left over to fly southwest right. airlines. Uh, take your chances with the uh, mosquitoes on board. The mosquitoes, absolutely. Uh, now, no details on exactly where this will go, but Elon Musk also has a foundation like many billionaires. Uh, and uh, apparently they are very interested in education and uh, health-related charities. So we'll probably be getting some stories over the next few months of some of the Elon Musk money and where it's going to end up. Very good, very good. Now, uh, this is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, You know, as uh, we found that, you know, there's been some health concerns and mental health concerns during the pandemic, Well, they found that breathing exercises can help you sleep. A lot of times, sleeplessness, you might lie there, you have some anxiety, or you're just uh, anxious about different things. Something as simple as breathing can help you fall asleep. And you can do some research on this. Believe it or not, there's a breathing technique that fighter pilots use because they have to remain ready to go but they also need to get their sleep when they can. So there is a actually well-known, uh, if you look up fighter pilot breathing on YouTube, you'll find a little video that describes it. That, that is, a, I have never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a kind of thing. Let's say, Adam, you're a fighter pilot. I mean, you know, your, your career in life didn't go in that direction, but let's say you are. And, you know, it's like the movie Top Gun, and I'm not kidding about this. You're on an aircraft carrier, and they tell you, hey, look, you need to be on alert. You need to take off at any minute, but you also need to get your sleep. Well, you're, you know, your anxiety is up, your everything is up, but if you can center yourself with a breathing technique, you can actually fall asleep much easier. That is- and in fact... Go ahead, please go ahead. No, I was going to say, in fact, I actually have a breathing exercise. Now, this is not the fighter pilot one, but just this will show you how simple these breathing exercises can be to help you sleep. Okay, I'm ready. This is called, and you know, you always love like numbers and have them mean something. Uh, this is the four, seven, eight technique to help you sleep. And you start out, and you you could probably do this as we go along here. Now you're, uh, you're I'm frightened. To, uh, I'm well, little, I don't I'm want in, you to fall I'm intimidated. asleep during this. You're telling me that there's 
right off the bat by giving me numbers, I think there's math involved. Is that what? Is well, that what I, have to I do think here? Four, four seven eight seems relatively simple. Just three numbers. Okay. All right. You start out by placing the tip of your tongue behind your teeth. Uh-huh. And then you exhale through your mouth around your tongue. Okay. <laughs> then you close your mouth. I know you're going to laugh. This is this is an actual technique. Then you close your mouth and you inhale through your nose for four counts. Then you hold your breath for seven counts. Then you exhale through your mouth for eight counts. So that's why it's called the four, seven, eight technique. Thank God. I thought there was going to be some division. (laughs) Take four, divide it by seven. Now add it times eight or multiply times eight. And that's how many times you have to breathe. uh, Right. In a minute. And make sure you don't, uh, uh, and, and, you know, we're not telling you to go willy-nilly find a bunch of odd breathing techniques, but there's a couple that have been pretty scientifically proven uh, to lower anxiety and kind of get you in the right frame of mind to sleep. If it recommends that you hold your breath for more than two or three minutes, that's not good. you might, you <laughs> might say to yourself, that, that, that particular breathing technique, yeah, no, no, it's no, no, no reason that you've gone to sleep other than you're now unconscious i'm doing this tonight four seven eight you inhale four, seven eight inhale for four seconds no 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 right. no, no, no wait yeah yeah you inhale, inhale for your four nose seconds four seconds hold your breath then you hold your breath for seven, seven. and then you exhale then for eight you exhale through your and, mouth for eight counts and i yeah i said seconds it's not seconds it's just a, a count a count yeah that um, way because you don't want to you know, some people actually, you know, can become anxious thinking about holding your breath. I think what they're trying to do with this is just to get you to sort of center on the fact that you're not breathing in or out. You're just kind of holding it, but not for an extraordinarily long time. And you do, I'm assuming that if you do it at mo- for 500 repetitions and by the time you get <laughs> done, you're asleep. <laughs> What this is, it's counting sheep, only you do it with breath. With breath. It's not sheep, it's breath. And uh, if you do it 700 times in a row, you'll be asleep by 8 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. You'll be asleep. Absolutely, <laughs> you will. Uh, no, but I, hey, I, I was not, what I was going to say earlier about the pi- fighter pilot, I mean, if, you, if you're, yeah, you're, you're going to get some shut-eye, uh, whatever time of night or evening it is, and you're on call to get behind the wheel of a of a six billion dollar fight you know f-18 jet uh and have a military mission with lives on the line and your boss in effect says hey go get some sleep Uh, you're gonna need it before tomorrow Uh, you're gonna lay if it was me i'd lie in bed for eight hours just staring at the ceiling with my eyes wide awake uh they can't waste any time not getting the necessary sleep they need so Right, uh, a fighter pilot technique to get some to get some shut eye before a very important mission. If it works for them, it should work for you if you wear a tie and carry a briefcase to your job. Yeah, it's interesting. And think of yourself in the Indian Ocean. Uh, we've seen the movie several times. We know that uh, you know Maverick has to go up there and shoot down a bunch of Russian jets, and and you you got to be well rested to do that. You know that four seven eight. 
It'll work every time. Four, seven, eight. Hey, we've talked about how golf has been so beneficial in raising money for charity. Interesting note, the Dominion Energy Charity Classic surpasses $7.3 million generated for local charities since its debut in 2016. Golf and charities go together. It's peanut butter and jelly. It's so much fun uh, in the warm summer months to get involved with a golf tournament, an outing, a best ball, a foursome. And, you know, you pay your $100 ahead, $400 for a foursome, and you get you get a swag bag, you get some golf balls, there's a lunch involved. And there's, uh, I mean, every time you do that, there is an enormous amount of money raised for charity. Uh, and these these major national organizations into the millions now. It's just a it's it's truly amazing the uh, relationship that the sport of golf has with charities and donations. Absolutely. In fact, this particular golf outing last year alone raised two point one million dollars for Richmond, Virginia area charities. In fact, uh, they gave not only to local charities, but also any charity that had an emphasis on veteran or active military duty uh, support. So, uh, you know, you talked earlier about the, uh, you know, giving during uh, your birthday. Uh, I think it's great that more and more charities are acknowledging the tremendous uh, value that our uh, our veterans have. Mm-hmm. Super cool. The uh, 2022 event uh, will be happening at the Country Club of Virginia, the James River course on October 20th through the 23rd. And if you do want to get involved, uh, the the uh, website is deccgolf.com. Okay, got it. I know that you you know I, I know a guy like you has to throw your millions around at a golf tournament, and this would be a good one. Yeah, I you know when I do a golf tournament, I mean I do a golf tournament. <laughs> you do it up. I do it right. Um, and you know the other thing uh, I'll do is, uh, and I mean I'm not looking for any praise here, but I will uh, generally offer my uh, MC voice hosting skill set to the the golf tournament. So uh, at the um, uh, after the award ceremony, when you're giving away the door prizes and everything, I'll usually host those and I'll do it. Uh, I'll volunteer that service, uh, which I bring that up just to encourage our listeners. Whatever your career is, or your job is, or or the or your skill set is, the next charity you go to, just walk up to the charity organ the event organizer organizer and say, "Hey, I'd like to help. Here's what I can do. Uh, how can you use right. me?" And there's a nine times out of ten chance they'll say, "That's fantastic. Could you help us in this area?" Well, that's what we've talked about: is you know, lend your efforts where you can. And you and I have been blessed that uh, we've been able to MC a number of these events. I just MC'd a big Humane Society event. Uh, at a nearby county shelter and it's their number one fundraiser and they hire me because they they think that you know like you know uh hey i'm a little bit more humorous than the dry guy and uh i am interested in dogs and i'll help you bring in more money to your organization so you're right it's nice to be able to give like that the last thing you want 
is the CEO of a humane society to host the event. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and like you said, you never want to brag on your talents, oh. but uh, I've been doing this for about three years. And prior to that, the guy said, look, our volunteers are great people, but they just are not great MCs. And uh, this event has grown, and, and it's so amazing to me that it's such an important fundraiser for them. And really, it's only about three hours of effort on my behalf, and I end up having a blast. Yeah, you have a great time, and you help out and uh, uh, help them raise more money. That's fantastic. I, we have a, a mutual friend. His name's Don Stuck, who uh, is a radio broadcast veteran for 40 40- plus years and he has gotten involved with uh being an auctioneer and there's a there's a skill set involved to get the crowd to donate more money during an auction uh so the next time you're at a, a charity event this is very interesting stuff here jay when you're at a charity event and there's an auction and the person's up on the microphone saying you know we've got 20 do i hear 25 uh, it's not that simple. There's a skill set involved to that to get the most money out of the room. So get your checkbooks out. Help out the next charity event you go to and that during that auction. The money's going for a great cause. Uh, and I can't wait for the next Humane Society event that you host, Jay. Let me know because I want to go. I want to I wanna support <laughs> you. And I know you'd be great on, uh, on the microphone uh, helping support all the puppies with the Humane Society. All right, for Jay Baker, I'm Adam Ritz. Thank you for joining me this week. And if you want to hear any of our shows, uh, this one included, or any of our past shows, they're all in podcast form, on the website, adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com.